Welcome to Sports Medicine Weekly on 670 The Score, your on-air resource for fitness, nutrition, and injury prevention and treatments for today's weekend warrior and professional athletes with renowned specialist of elbows, knees, and shoulders, Dr. Brian Cole, along with other health and fitness leaders, and your host, Steve Cashel. Sports Medicine Weekly, heard every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. right here on 670 The Score. Here we go. Good morning, everyone. Another brand new edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. On this Saturday morning, I'm Steve Cashel. So happy to be joined by my usual co-host, Dr. Brian Cole. He is the head team physician with the Chicago Bulls, sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Dr. Cole, welcome to summer. Feels good, doesn't it? Finally, Steve. At least it's warm. Yes, it is. And uh, you doing well? I'm doing great. Good, doing good, great. good. We have yeah. one of our favorite guests that we're going to lead the show off with this morning. She, I, We could do shows and hours with her, right? She yeah. is the board-certified integrative health and psychology of eating coach. She has set me on the right path, and she's helped you along, even though you're really good anyways, right? No, I still go back to all the things I learned from Karen way back when, when we did our first our first anti-toxin fast. Yes, I yeah. remember. Yeah, it was great. It was. We've been doing the show now for nine years, and Karen has been a part of every one of our years, and uh, again, has uh, really, really directed us the right way in eating habits and uh, all of those things. So let's bring on Karen Malkin right now. And she is uh, at karenmalkin.com, K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N. Our topic this morning, how to be mindful when selecting food to stay lean without constantly being on a diet. I love that. Karen, how are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. Good. So, Thank all right, you. question number one, how can we stay lean without constantly being on a diet? Yeah, you know, that's pretty much my motto is because diets don't work. They only, called, they only cause guilt and stress and fear around food and an unhealthy relationship with food and body. So, you know, I like the 80-20 rule, but a few tips that I can tell you about, and, and we've done this together over the years, is to, is to drink, you know, first, of, first off, half your desired body weight um, in ounces of water. So if you weigh 160 pounds, aim for, for 80 ounces of filtered water. And if you front load your water earlier in the day, it's going to help with cravings. So we typically wake up depleted from our evening sleep. So first thing in the morning, drink a couple glasses of water and start front loading your water throughout the day, especially in between meals. And that's really going to help with, with hunger and satiety. And the other thing that I recommend is your phytochemicals and really adding in five cups of vegetables each day, as many colors as you can get in, dark leafy greens are the top of the food chain. So if you create a plate, 50% of your plate should be colors. And there's no calories, so you can still eat quantity, but super healthy, and the colors are what's really going to help with the cravings for more refined foods and the foods that typically will make us sick. And then, you know, enjoying healthy fats. And healthy fats are going to stave off cravings and they're going to allow you to feel satiated. It's a myth that fat in my food equates to fat on my body. And so it's all about changing those cravings so you never feel like you're on a, quote, diet because it's the way you eat and it's, it's a lifestyle. Karen, you taught me a long time ago that just if you do your own shopping and you're conscientious, just circle the perimeter of the store and stay away from the middle. Still true? Absolutely. 
shop the perimeter. It's all the fresh food. That's great. I love that. Yeah. It's really good. All right. So Karen, again, we're visiting with Karen Mulkin, our board certified integrative health and psychology of eating coach. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. It's Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning with so much information, Karen, circulating. Is it tough to know what I should be looking for in the products that I buy? What's the difference between organics, non-GMOs, and natural foods? So there, there is the organic are foods that are grown without the use of GMOs, fertilizers, pesticides, herbicides, uh, sludge, hormones, antibiotics. And, and the, the, the term organic is a USDA certification. It means something, and it's only related to food. So when you, hear, when you pick up organic cosmetics or organic other products, organic is a food term. And so you could have some type of an organic maybe oil, that's in a product, but organic is relates to food. And so if it's certified organic, it must be void of chemicals, of fertilizers, happy GMOs. And then the foods that don't meet this USDA strict requirement for organics, they still meet a standard requirement for food production. And those are referred to as like conventional foods and conventional items. And I'm not, that doesn't necessarily mean that conventional is always safe because of the level of pesticides that they will allow. And Mm -hmm. one of the resources that I I often refer people to, and I also serve on the board of the Environmental Working Group, it's ewg.org. Check it out, ewg.org. They have a database um, they have it, they put out every year the Dirty Dozen and Clean 15, and the Dirty Dozen are the most highly contaminated produce items. Strawberries are at the top. And so if you, if you learn what the Dirty Dozen are and what the cleanest 15 are, those are the 15 conventional items that really have the least residue. Karen, Karen, if you had, so, if you had, I'm just curious, pragmatically, if you had a month of dirty food and uh-huh. then had a month of clean food, how do you think you'd feel different? Well, I can tell you that there's been studies where families have done this with their children and they've given them only organic for a week. And that mm-hmm. even included like organic macaroni and cheese. Like it didn't even have to be like all fruits and vegetables. Right. The levels of pesticides in their bodies greatly reduced. I mean, from their labs. Mm. They didn't talk about how the kids felt and how the families felt. So I'm not exactly sure about how you would feel, yeah. but organic foods are more nutrient-dense. So um, conventional foods do have lower concentrations of nutrients. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they've got hormones, they've got antibiotics, they've got fertilizers, they've got pesticides. So would you say that you should, whenever possible, have food that is labeled as organic? So I would do the Dirty Dozen only organic. Mm-hmm. And then I would, I would opt for... I mean, I always do organic, but if, if budget was an issue, I would do the, I would follow the Dirty Dozen Clean 15 on EWG.org. I would do that. Okay. And I would also shop at your farmer's market because sometimes, although it's not, you know, it's expensive to get that USDA certified um, certification. And so you could go to your local farmer's mar- market and talk to the farmer, and they're pretty honest, and they'll tell you if they spray their crops. And if they don't spray their likely naturally pretty organic although they're not certified you know but they won't cost a lot a lot extra it will have less of a carbon footprint you know you know where your um 
produce is coming from. You get to know your farmer. So I, I'm a big believer in, you know, I, ha- I really encourage people to, sh- to go to their farmer's markets to get to know their farmers and shop local what the farmer is, is bringing to the market. And it's going to be a lot more nutrient-dense because the carbon footprint so short. You can buy organic blueberries in Michigan, and then it goes to the, you know, Whole Foods warehouse in Austin, Texas, and then comes back to Chicago. You've got, what, a couple thousand miles on it in several days versus getting those Michigan blueberries fresh when they're in season. So, you know, shopping seasonally is very healthy. And our guest, Karen Malkin, board-certified integrative health and psychology of eating coach. I'm Steve Cash with Dr. Brian Cole at his Sports Medicine Weekly, talking about how to be mindful when selecting food to stay lean without constantly being on a diet. Karen, what about, I've seen organic bananas. So tell us, you know, can the pesticides and the, the hormones and different things or whatever get into, uh, get into bananas, even though you obviously peel the banana before you eat? You should be fine. Okay. All right. So we're yeah. worried about strawberries and blueberries and, you know, raspberries and things. Not uh, Spraying them is not going to get rid of the pesticides and fertilizers and things, right? Well, it's in the soil. And so then there's also talks about cross-contamination with like an or- with organic soil next to some conventional soil. But you're still, it's still going to be upgraded if you buy organic and especially with the dirty dozen. Um, you had mentioned like, antibiotics. There's typically not necessarily antibiotics in the the um the produce but your animals your meat and your dairy is really important to buy organic because organic organic um beef that are grass-fed eat greens right and so the beef and the animals that are grain-fed are eating grains that are that are corn that are also genetically modified Mm-hmm. And so what you eat is important, but then what you eat eats is equally important. And when you have an animal that's outdoors, that's exercising, they're going to be healthier. And when you have an animal that's eating greens, there's going to be more omega-3s in that um, meat. So I, I, I'm also... You know, pretty important. Dirty dozen, clean fifteen, and then your meats and dairy should really be organic and um, grass-fed meat and healthy chickens that aren't fed, you know, grains that aren't like cooped up farm raised that are in cooped up in cages where they have to cut up their beaks so that they don't peck at each other and bleed, and then they have to give them antibiotics so that they protect us, and and then they give them hormones so that they can grow larger in a shorter amount of time. Karen, um, unfortunately, we're running short on time. That Those are some great take-home points. I just want to thank you. I just recently had to re-up my order on uh, KarenMalcolm.com for my transformation bars. I will tell you, I have two days a week where I go 12 hours of surgery, and I can only bring so much food before it's gone by basically 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So those those bars have saved me more than once. I've sent you some funny pictures. So. Thanks for putting them out there, and I'd encourage people out there to, to give it a try from KarenMalkin.com. Yeah, the transformation bars are awesome with a nice cold filtered water. Karen, quickly tell us what, what are the ingredients. You can find them at KarenMalkin.com. Quickly, uh, the ingredients in your transformation bars again. Cashew butter, no sugar added. There's uh, 12 grams of fiber, 11 grams of plant-based protein. They're vegan. They're certified gluten-free. There's cashew butter. There's flaxseed. There's microgreens. There's 
raw cacao chunks that you think you're eating chocolate chips, but it's really 100% raw cacao and some other superfoods. They're super clean and healthy, nutrient-dense. I'm so glad that they're working for you. It's awesome. Love them. KarenMalkin.com is where you can find the transformation bars, K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. Karen, you're the best. Thanks so much for joining us again here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thank you. All righty. We're going to take a break. Dr. Cole and I will return with our staple of the show, our Ask the Doctor segment. We'll tell you how you can get involved. So stay with us. It's Sports Medicine Weekly, only on 670 The Score. 